0: Welcome back to another episode In The Gym With Noelle. What's going on, everybody? I ask you to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, leave a comment down in the comment section. Today's show is going to be a little different. Today we're going to get into myself, uh, some of the things that shaped me to be the person I am today. Um, so let's jump right into it. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting down talking to my daughter, uh, my oldest to be exact. And we was uh, going over some things about my past. She was, you know, questioning uh, how I did this, how I did that, uh, what led me to join the military, um, what type of childhood I had, things of that nature. And um, we stopped at uh, the very fact that my mother had me at 19. And I remember the look that she had on her face. I think she was... uh, she was shocked and puzzled and um, a little little thrown off, like, Grandma? And I was like, yeah, you know. And I began to explain to her. I said, you know, m- most people when they're, when they're sitting down talking to me, you know, they take the bad and then they just run with it, you know, to take off. They go, oh, you know, he had a rough childhood or, you know, oh, man, you know, um, this, that, and the third happened to him. You know, I feel sorry for him but i I told her I say, You know then those are the people who who mainly miss you know the best parts of what happened you know um my my story is really like a an overall survival story, and one of the reasons why I don't really talk about my story is because my life is really tied to like multiple people, you know what I mean when you talk about me, you talk about my mother, you talk about my father, you talk about my brothers, my sisters. Talking about the people that that raised me, the people that grew up in the streets with me, the people that passed, you know. So it opens up a lot of a lot of different lives that I have touched, you know, whether good or bad. You know, not everything was good. Some of the some of the stuff that I've done in my past, and you know, uh, you know, it's, it hasn't been all on the up and up. So you know, um, I try to stay as private as I can, you know, out of respect for the people that you know I came up with. Um, but you know today i'll I'll jump into a couple things you know i'll I'll stay away from names things of that nature you know um we don't have to we have to go too in depth with anything but um so let me see where can we jump in we can jump in you know i'll jump in by saying this you know um it took me a long time to get on camera and started speaking my truth you know uh, for multiple reasons one man i'm terrified of this thing called Rico. man. that shit is real and it's real scary. You know, anybody that's going through something right now, any man or woman that's locked down, you know, you understand what I'm talking about. Being locked down in that cell ain't no joke. And, you know, then I thought about it. I said, you know what? I, I'm not, I don't fear anything, you know? Um, I once heard a man say that any man that doesn't fear anything is a dangerous man. He's also a fool. I don't agree with that, you know? Um, I think I've lived my life to the point where I am I am a I'm I'm okay with whatever Allah throws at me, you know. Um He hasn't let me down yet and I don't think he ever will. Excuse me, I know my voice is kinda raspy the other day I had some dental work done, so uh please forgive me. Um uh, but you know, uh moving along. I uh, just want to say shout out to everybody, you know, everybody I grew up with, you know, rest in peace to those who ain't here today. And you know what? Let's jump right into it. So uh, starting with my childhood, you know, um, my mother had me at, at 19. Uh, she had my oldest sister at, si- at 17, excuse me. Um, she got pregnant at 16. So, you know, just imagine what that was like in the 80s, walking around 16 years old, pregnant, trying to finish high school graduated um right now she's about to be a doctor you know shout out to my mom so proud of you um so yeah let's just paint that picture you know she had me in 83 you know 19 um out here trying to get it on you know and it brings us straight back to the streets of chicago you know um, i started growing up uh thought i knew everything like every kid did no um, started hanging out with a couple people, um, ran with a couple crews. You know, we ain't got to get into the specifics, but it kind of felt like everybody I was running with was getting their ass tagged, you know. Um, back when I was in middle school, you know, we used to get, get into it with everybody, you know, the BDs, the GDs, the Foes, Vice, Lord Stones, Travelers, Breeds, you name it. We would ran into them. MCs, you know, shell um, maybe some souls back then. You never know. Um, but you name it, you know, we didn't got got into it with them. Uh, been shot at by them, you know. Been ran up on them by them. Um, hung out with them, you know. Got drunk, smoked out with them, whatever the case may be, you know. Um, it's actually how I started, you know, uh, meeting everybody from all over the city. Shit, you know, I had been uh, in it with everybody. I thought, wow, shit, it wasn't nobody else to get into it with. So yeah, they was just like, fuck it, little dude, come hang out with us. <laughs> so, um. But yeah, you know, so that was that was pretty much middle school in a nutshell. Um, and I hung all over, you know, south side, east side, up north, out west. Um, and I even took some trips out of town before, you know, hung out with some guys out there, but time for another story. Um so yeah, by the time I was in high school, you know, um, you know, just a typical high school kid trying to try to make enough money to get out of his mama's house, you know, uh was tired of being a burden on her always begging for some shit, you know. Um, Worked a few jobs, but really couldn't hold it down because, you know, I had to go to school. So by the time, you know, I was in high school, you know, uh, times was hard. You know, I was hurting, I mean, I was hurting bad. So, you know, I went back to doing what I knew best, and that was being a stick-up kid, you know. I was uh, out robbing drug dealers, Um, was no longer doing B&Es, you know, that shit really didn't pay off, because you would, you know, breaking somebody's house, rob them, hit them for whatever. And then you had to go find a pawn shop. So now you're spending money to catch a bus. Now you're riding around with a bag full of stuff. You know, you get to the pawn shop. Shit worth really $1,000 pawn dude. See you, you're a young kid. Tell you, give you about 200 for it. Between you and your crew, you know, y'all got to split that four or five ways. Now y'all down to about 50 bucks a piece. So, yeah, you know, I went back to sticking up drug dealers, man. Hell, besides, will not nobody going to um, report us you know, who the hell are they going to tell? That's how we looked at it. And then most of the time, we would just sell it to the other side. You know, we robbed rob one, walk around the corner, sell it to them. It was you know, a dirty game back then. But it's how we made money. It wasn't a lot of money, but, you know, made enough money to ride around, get drunk, go get a couple bottles of some liquor, hang out at one of the guys' crib. Shout out to my homeboy who used to live across the street from, well, yeah, literally across the street from a liquor store. Um, We used to run up in that thing all the time. Uh, So shout out to you big homie out there, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, you know, um, from there, you know, sometimes, you know, I get, you know, get locked up by the police, but, you know, they really wasn't looking for me. You know, like I said, I was a stick-up kid. I was a nobody, so nobody really paid attention to me. You know what I mean? Who who really care about the dude in the back with you know with no bling on and stuff like that. They ain't looking for me. They looking for the dude riding around on twenties back then, you know, car slamming. They looking for the drug dealer type, you know, the guy on the corner with the with the with the rope on and so forth, you know. You know, I'm the guy in the cut with, you know, the dirty tennis shoes, you know, looking to stick up the drug dealer. So they weren't really paying me no attention. You know, every now and then, you know, I had to go sit in the cell, you know. 'Cause I got, you know, caught loitering, something like that. You know, I'm out casing a joint. You know, they pick me up, fighting and shit. People didn't like me standing in front of their building, they run up on me. You know, some people, you know, figured out who I was, they run up on me, we get to fighting, you know, um, things of that nature. So, you know, I had to, you know, spend a little time in the cell, but it really wasn't nothing big, you know, they charged me with minor shit, a little petty misdemeanors, like I say. Next thing I know, i will be back out on the streets. Cause I was a minor, you know, most of them would be like, oh, you know, your mom was going to be disappointed in you, yada, yada, yada. I didn't really care what the cops was talking about. You know, most of them just wanted to sleep with my mother. You know, she was a very attractive woman. Um, When we was younger, she was really attractive. So all they wanted to do was sleep with her. So they would let me out, you know, let me out on the strength of that, hoping that, you know, I would give them their number, you know, give my mom's their number or something like that, rip it up, leave it outside the fucking police station, tell them to fuck off. Um, besides another thing, man, I, I just, you know, I hated being in them damn cells. Oh my God, just fucking, just wasn't something I was into, you know, just uh, being confined like that wasn't my thing. It wasn't like, you know, I wanted to just hit the streets and stuff, get it back, you know, something like that. It just, I just didn't like being in jail. So I, anytime I can get out of there, you know, whenever they release me, man, I tell them people whatever they wanted to know. Yeah, yeah, i give you your number, you know, whatever. I rip it up. Toss it in the trash. I ain't give a shit. Hit the block. (laughs) I'm out. Um, Yeah, so anyway, uh, then, you know, high school came around, came and went. Uh, Man, times really got hard then. Uh, You know, my mother tried to hook me up with a place, you know, set me up, you know, out in a far sub-suburb, thought that it would keep me out of trouble. Um, But it didn't, you know. Streets was calling, as they say. I was actually in, I was off in college at the time, too. I was 17 years old. And around a bunch of rich kids in college, um, broke his shit, you know, so I did what I started, you know, what I did, what I thought I was supposed to be doing. You know, I dropped out of school, uh, hooked up with one of the guys, hit, the, uh, hit a couple of projects, started hustling out there. Um, that didn't last. Like I say, I wasn't really into hustling. It wasn't really my thing. Everybody was doing it, but it just wasn't my thing. You know, I was, I was good with sticking people up, robbery, you know, theft. That was my thing. I was a thief. Um, you know, plus, man, you know, I always led back to jail, you know, um, cops flip on you. You got a pack on you. You got to throw your pack. You running around trying to find your pack. The, the, the fiends and the, and the, and, the, uh, the weed heads, they find your stuff. You know, they smoke all your stuff up. Everybody wanted to fix. Everybody wanted a, a freebie. Hey man, let me get one on. Let me hold one on. You know, and I hated that. So I wasn't really into, you know, um, hustling, man. That wasn't really my thing. Um, I just, I didn't see the, 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 I didn't see the signs in it, you know, back then I was like, Hey man, this, it just don't make no sense to me. You know, you, you, you spending all your money on bond money, on women, what money is really yours? Plus none none of the people I knew was, you know, um, that was in my crew. We wasn't, you know, we wasn't getting it. We wasn't riding around in no fancy cars or nothing like that. So we was walking, you know, all our, all our trips came on feet, caught the CTA, caught the train. Things of that nature, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I knew, you know, I knew some guys who was getting that real money, but it wasn't me. Um, so, besides they didn't want me around because I think most of them was looking at me like, bro, you look like, you about to stick me up. <laughs> so, they, you know, they rarely would let me in their car, you know. But, you know, when I did, you know, I, I you know, I gave them their respect, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, screw up with none of the guys, you know. That wasn't my thing, man. Loyalty, I'm, a, I'm real big on loyalty. So, you know, if I say you was my man's, you know, hey man, you was my man's. I wasn't gonna do you dirty. You know, I don't care what was going on. If you was with me and shit, we hit the fan and hey, you, I'm ran with you. Which is mainly, you know, how, how I stay cool with everybody throughout the cities. Um, I just, it's a loyal dude, you know. Uh, I ain't into screwing nobody over just to screw them over. You know, if we was, if we was, if we was holding each other down, we was holding each other down. I didn't care who you was, what clique you ran with, what set you was from. You was from the hundreds, out, you know, out west, out east. If you was with me, you was with me. You know, ain't nobody fucking with you. You know, that's just how it was, you know. Um, I wouldn't bring you around no place where I couldn't go, you know, and I wouldn't bring nobody to be set up. I wasn't into that. You know, I know a lot of dudes was, you know, uh bringing dudes back east. Uh back when I used to hang out east, you know, we would sit around and hear these stories, man. And, you know, me and a couple of guys, we would shout out to my homeboys out east, man. You know we was out there saving dudes from getting stuck up and things like that you know dudes would bring dudes from the suburbs because you know we was going to school out in the suburbs you know hanging out on the east side and hanging out out west and things like that and dudes was bringing dudes from the suburbs you know down to the city and getting them stuck up man bringing these dudes to the land and knowing they ain't from out there these dudes out here saying the wrong thing they mamas and bought them cars and you know bought them nice clothes and stuff and they out here trying to hang with us. You know, they just trying to be, you know, trying to be down, cool, whatever, you know what we'll to call it. And now they, you know, they SOL. They got to go back and tell their mama how they got stuck up hanging with whoever. So I, I wasn't into none of that, man. You hung out with me, you was safe. You know, I, I didn't play that shit. You ain't gonna be robbing my homeboy or you know, nothing like that, man, if you was, I didn't care if you was whoever, you know, schoolboy, you was a gang member or whatever. As long as you was with me, man, you know, you wasn't gonna be in no, no, uh, no messed up situation. If I bring you around nowhere, well. um. So yeah, shout out to everybody, you know, for that one. Right? Keeping it, keeping it a hundred with me and whoever I had with me. You know, let letting them feel like they were safe. You know, that that was a big thing with me. Like I say, I was, you know, always big on loyalty. And then, you know, as I got older, you know, um, I started getting high. You know, my mother wasn't with that, so she put me out of house. She ain't, she ain't tolerate that disrespectfulness around my younger siblings. So, you know, it was either, you know, get it together, get out. I chose to get high. So, you know, I got out, um, met my daughter's mother, my older daughter's mother, um, the one who I was talking about, I was talking to the other day uh, that sparked this conversation. And, um, yeah, man, you know, we, we hung out for a little while, did what we were supposed to be doing and sat down and had a baby. And, you know, things was good, going good for a while, but, you know, me being the knucklehead that I was, you know, I started, started getting high and messing things up, drinking. Um, money wasn't adding up, you know, um, being selfish, you know, not taking care of home. And next thing I know, I was locked up. And uh, after that, you know, I jumped on a Greyhound and went to California for a little while. Uh, finally came back. Uh, roughly late 04, early 05. Um, And uh, from there, man, you know, it was either go to jail or go in the army. So, you know, um, I chose to go ahead and go in the military. And as they say, the rest is history. So um, yeah, from there, you know, if y'all want to hear the the army life, you know, hit me up, leave a comment down in the comment section, Uh, hit that subscribe bell. Leave a like if you like it, you know. Um, yeah, other than that, man, I ain't really got nothing to say. I appreciate y'all listening to me. Thanks for coming out. Uh, wrapping up another episode in the gym with Noel. Catch y'all on the flip side. Later.